the point is to not comprehend. The point is to explore, see where your mind and your imagination takes you. And that's what I applied to this record, uh, The Land of Nod. What's up, everybody? It's Keefe at GhostCultMag.com, and I am so happy to be once again joined by our friend, and long, we are longtime admirers of this artist, Gabe from Anti-Boss Beast. How are you doing, Gabriel? Thank you. I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's always great to see you and talk to you about your art and music. It's a very busy year in the music game, and there have been a lot of great releases, but I was really happy that we could make time. Shout out to C-Squared for uh, getting us together. Um, you know, it's just so much stuff flying around, and I'm glad that in the midst of this chaos, we get to talk to you about your new album, yes. Land of Nod, which uh, yeah. right off the bat, fascinating title. Uh, this is definitely, everybody says like this next record is a different record for me. It's like one of those music industry cliches, but this is an actually different kind of record for you. You've made different styles of records. They all definitely. sound like you, <clears throat> but I really dig uh, the vibe of this record, like very kind of the kind of a record we had talked about in the past. You're like, one of these days I'm going to make a record like X. And and you did it. <laughs> you actually did it. It's really cool. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So let's let's talk about the like first of all the uh, you know obviously your themes and your topics don't really change. It's your whole aesthetic, right? Uh, but they in don't. terms in terms in terms of this title, uh, let's talk about the unpack the title a little bit for the fans. All right. So the land of nod was my um, submission, really, of my uh, my conceptual grasp of what uh, religion and society and how they function together. I woke up really. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it, but I woke up and I realized something about myself and about my argument. Most people can't really comprehend, and, and that's the point. The point is to not comprehend. The point is to explore, see where your mind and your imagination takes you. And that's what I applied to this record, uh, The Land of Nod. You know, um, it, it's as though it's I've been living in a mysterious dream for the past four weeks and uh when it came to the land of nod i just i just you know i applied everything that i've known in my my artistry and my musicianship since i was since i was young and i tried to make a record that speaks volume right on uh very killer and uh i'm always fascinated your lyrics are always so deep and there's been times when you've shared like there's been albums and eps where you put out the whole lyrics and there's been other times when you kept it close to the chest. This is mostly an instrumental record from or all instrumental, uh, but still like the titles and the tracks themselves are very expressive. So I love that no matter what you do, you're always getting kind of your word out there one way or another with words or not. Was this was this was there a specific thing you wanted to get across with Land of Nod that maybe, a, you know, your typical lyrics would not help or, you know, uh, make well, it better? Actually, yeah, actually, um, the Land of Nod is instrumental, just like you mentioned, but I also released a short story on amazon to go along with the album um if you have if you have amazon unlimited or kindle or whatever it's like three bucks but if you have unlimited it's free it, it's a, a short story to go along with the album kind of kind of explaining you know um the past that humans take in a past that uh the spiritual warfare takes you know when it comes to uh mother earth and you know paradise and purgatory and inferno kind of it's kind of it's 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 a poetic poetic short story that explains the perspectives of demons angels seraphim and uh you know wife it's strange it's, it's strange but if, if if you um you know if if you listen to the land and not it's purely instrumental like you said but yeah i did i did accomplish what i set out to accomplish nice i, I never dull or boring uh anti-mosbies never uh it's always you know complex much more complex than meets the eye 
Uh, we'll definitely link the short story in our description. I'm definitely going to go read it next. I'm sorry that I didn't bone up on it before this, right, but so. um, <clears throat> I'm super stoked to to dive into that. And maybe I'll have I'll have some additional questions for you. I'll catch you offline about, but we'll definitely share it so people can find it and access it. And so do you recommend reading the story and then listening to the tracks? Do you want to read as you listen to the tracks? What do you think is you the best? You can, sorry, sorry for cutting off. Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, you can, you can <clears throat> read as you listen to the tracks. Um, You can read beforehand. You can listen to the album. You can read after. You know, um, I personally, personally, I would recommend um, reading the story beforehand and then listening to the album. You know, they go hand in hand, but it doesn't mean that if you can't, if you don't read the short story, you won't visit your imagination with the album. You know, interesting. I know that you. I love that you mentioned um, spiritual warfare because I know that that's kind of a big point across all your art for your whole life. That <clears throat> that struggle, that battle internally, externally has been a huge thing for you. Yeah. Uh, just in general, is it ongoing? Is it an ongoing process for you? Or is it just like different points across the journey? And this is just the latest one? Well, it's kind of like, um, you know, you can't you don't let go of things that, that go on in your in your past. It's hard to let go of things that go on in your past. And when I, how I was raised is just it's just to an extreme. You know, I'll just share a story with you. Um, when I was a teenager, um, I told you my mom used to be a nun. Uh, she she married my father and had two two sons. But in my past, my mother would do things like um have a wheelbarrow full of candles in the backyard, trying to drive out the spirit of the devil, things like that, like hoodoo magic, and, and um it's just uh, certain things don't leave your psyche, you know. And uh, when it comes to spiritual warfare, I just I just believe I've I've had a lot of time to delve into what it means to uh believe in God and what it means to believe in yourself and in the in the mortal soul you know so interesting i would say per just personally me irrespective of my feelings about organized religion which are not positive but generally speaking i think children my own personal view is i don't begrudge anybody for their spirituality ever because i feel like if you're using it correctly to help you and you're not hurting anyone with it anything is cool and fair game to it that wilt yeah. but at the same time i feel like little children are very susceptible and innocent and really vulnerable. And so I think religion in general, I understand it's hard for families. You need to go all go to church together. I think that maybe we need like a new guidebook. I'm no parent <clears throat> that I know of, and I hope not to ever be, but I, I do feel like children especially shouldn't be indoctrinated, particularly young. I think your brain is not forming. It's all smooth and not, you know, formed yet. And uh, that's just me my own two cents throwing that in there what's your take on that do you think you think there's a place for ch young children and religion or you think that's just not i think everything I think everything we do is backwards everything we do is backwards uh, uh politics or religion or society or or justice or 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 anything we 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 walk the line but we walk it the wrong way we don't we 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 uh, i mean even in the manifolds of history we learn certain things but what do we learn we learn the victor teaches the history right we don't learn the other side there's always two sides of everything more than two sides but the things we teach ourselves are uh, i think we're trying to adapt as opposed to evolve right on i i could not agree more um we're reacting instead of acting uh we're yeah. reacting to other things and that's listen life <laughs> as we learned the last couple of years going to continue to challenge humanity and right back at it. So, <clears throat> you know, what can you do? But at the same time, I know the last couple of years of the world have been, you know, full of unrest. You seem to do 
as far as we could tell from the outside, all our interactions and our chats during uh, the worst of the times, you seem to make the best of it. Um, I know a few people who uh, would, I don't know that you would consider yourself an introvert because you're an artist, but at the same time, a lot of people used the, you know, the circumstances of the world to make art and be creative and, you know, connect with their audiences, which I think you did really well. And I know people who claim to be introverts and were like, this is the best time of my whole life. I wish it could always be a pandemic, you know, without the loss of life. So, and, and the economy and jobs and things, but, um, you know, how did, this is like your, you put, you know, you consistently put out music. And so I wanted to ask if there was sort of a, this is an outgrowth of the last few years of life or just in general, you, this album was going to happen no matter what happened in the world. Um, honestly, um, I can't wait to perform live, you know, um, this album is, is a conclusion to all the work that I put into anti-Mazda Beast. You're correct. You're absolutely right. This, this album was inevitable, but, um, you know, to perform, I, I, I have to start touring. I really do. I have to start touring. I have to. I have to get out there and start touring again. But uh, like you said, we go back a long time, and uh, I've been putting out music from the from the beginning of the pandemic to the end to now. You know, and um, you know, um, the land of nod really truly means you know is uh that. Uh, nothing has a beginning and nothing has an end. Not not God, not not Lucifer, not Inferno, not Paradise, not even mortal man. If if you if you study the fact that mankind always falters at its pinnacle and at its peak, um, you come to realize that uh, you know, no matter what doesn't kill you, makes you more strong. And I don't think there 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 is gonna be an Armageddon or a holy a holy war. And if there is, and I think that's what Landon Ott is trying to explain. Nice. Thank you for that unintentional Metallica lyric shout out. Um, <laughs> I like that song. I don't know. Sue me. Um, Broken, Beaten, Scarred from 2009. Anyway, uh, I've seen Metallica like a bunch the last few years just because I live in San Francisco now and I've been lucky enough to see them a few times. So that song is like in my head a lot. Um, let's, one last thing before we get into the track by track that I like to do with you. Uh, again, I, this is like kind of the anti Mazda Beast record I've been waiting for. I love these rhythms. I love the electronica ephemeral back ambient stuff in the background on top of what is also, you know, we've come to appreciate riffs and synths and all this aggression, but I love these beats and I love these choices you made on these tracks and we'll get into each individual one, but I just wanted to, like it was, um, I know you listen to a plethora of different electronic and industrial artists and metal artists and things, and other music that's not metal. Um, but like, was there anything in particular that drove this part of this inspiration for these rhythms and beats? Because I think there's exceptions. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, nothing but my own sound. It's a, when I made this album, I was I was just I was just listening to my own music. Nothing drove this sound but my own sound. You know, I wasn't feeding off the influence of of other artists. I was just I was just trying to evolve my own sound. Right on. I like that purity. Also, that's good. Uh, that's kind of reminds me of how when I'm writing, read other people's writing about what I'm writing about. I just write, and then yeah. maybe later, after my thing is out, I will look at someone else's thing. So I appreciate wanting to keep that art separate from anything else. Um. <clears throat> you know, great answer. Thank you so much for that. Let me, let me call up the eye of the album here in the back, lurking in the background because I've been listening to it on a loop. Um, so let's just do a little track by track of the album and whatever you feel like sharing, whether it's about the story or about the music, we'd love to hear it. Doesn't have to be, you don't have to reveal everything, <laughs> okay. but uh, whatever you want to share, I think would be really cool. And our, our fans and your fans would probably like to get some insights from you about these songs. So yeah. Land of Nod starts off with the amazingly titled Apocalypse Literature. And it is an amazing kickoff song too. Thank you, Apocalypse Literature. All right, so um, I was writing the short story at the same time I was writing this novel. I mean, not novel, at the same time I was writing this album. And uh, I came to the conclusion 
conclusion that uh, you know this album has to has to uh, tell the story just as it coincides with the short story. So apocalypse literature is you know the the beginning of the movement of what it what uh, you know what uh, history tells us you know is the end or or what what science or religion or even math- mathematics tells us you know there's a conclusion to everything right. So apocalypse literature is a movement. That begins as though as though the end has already arrived and it jump starts, you know, the next step of life or the next process, you know. Nice work. Uh, the next track is Lamb of God, Lion of Judah. Obviously, it comes from the Bible and a lot of literature constantly references these two phrases. You put them together as one title, which I find super interesting. Uh, Lamb of God, oh man. Lamb of God, Lamb of God and Lion of Judah. I cannot let that escape my mind because there, there will be one, you know, or so we're told. There's going to be a Lamb of God and the Lion of Judah. And even when it comes to justice or, or even the prison system, you know, in the prison system, there's a lot of prisoners that, that, that um, you know, fight for what they believe in. And a lot of prisoners claim to be the Lamb of God or Lion of Judah. I mean, when it comes to, 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 to I'm sorry, I'm getting a little dark here, but when it comes to, to, to schizophrenia, not schizophrenia, but to psychopaths or, or killers, you know, the killers all have this notion to be one, you have to be one and only. And that's what drives the mentality of uh you know like the violence in our society it's it's strange i'm sorry to to go to a darker side but it's it's, it's it. just like <laughs> we're here for it bring it <clears throat> it's just that this this notion that one is one and a man or woman can be one and and overcome everything you know what i mean uh this is what i have to say to to uh i believe that um people that try to rule the world try to rule the world politically by speaking of jesus christ you know i think uh the notion that when you try to conquer the world, you have to conquer the world with the with the politics of religion, you know, and that's what Lamb of God and, uh, Lamb of God and Lion of Judah is, you know. That's amazing. And I love that you brought up <clears throat> because like there's very little uh, psychological difference between a president, a CEO and a serial killer, actually psychological yeah. profile wise. And, you know, the I, I'm very passionate about justice and the prison system and things about that, which, again, comes from Quaker, the Quakers and their kind of religious beliefs about repentance. So the penal system, prison, comes from that. And this idea that you can reform people. I'm of the belief that certain types of people are not able to be reformed, but most people are. And I do want to, I do believe in giving people, you know, if you serve actual real prison time for whatever, and it's, you're, you're able to rejoin society, it should be, you know, that should be a thing. But like, I love that this uh, juxtaposition of these ideas together is really powerful. And the track is dope. Like, let's also just talk about how fresh this is, you know, easily in my top couple of tracks on here. They're all great but like i love that one and uh this next one napoleon bonaparte so i have to you know of course uh there's a napoleon movie coming out i have to ask about this track this is terrific napoleon bonaparte uh um i'm gonna try it off the metal area and talk about radiohead you ever listen to amnesiac yeah yeah, you know, of course, uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know that track like spinning plates unless this feels like spinning plates like i was saying about lamb of god and lion of judah napoleon bonaparte is uh you know what we claim to be the first antichrist in in the world but that's that's not true what is true is uh, like spinning plates. I believe that that's, that that song is what I explained before. Politicians that speak of Jesus Christ to conquer the world, like Alexander the Great, Napoleon Bonaparte, Adolf Hitler. You know, um, just just politicians that try to rule the world like spinning plates, and, and you know, Jesus, Jesus and politics. That's all it is, Jesus and politics. Right. Generally speaking, people are looking for leaders, and they put their faith in uh, the wrong messianic, yeah. supposed messianic types. 
over and over, uh, as we have seen in our lives and beyond history. So uh, yeah, good stuff. Napoleon was a very singular, speaking of crazy psychopathic narcissists, uh, he's another. And I'm very excited about this uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie where he plays Napoleon. So it's gonna be very interesting. Um, the next track is Pentecost and not a not a, t a title or a word that's, you know, unusual to anti Mosby's fans. They've, you've used this over and over. Yeah, Pentecost. Pentecost is, is the actions that we pay for and the consequences that, that you know, we um, we get in return. Um, every every man and woman and, and even child that is responsible for their actions. You know, we're taught certain things and certain ideals in life. And uh, you know, when it comes to to Rome and when it comes to Rome and uh, the influence they have over the world, you know, um, but where's who's the wealthiest? Who uh, Rome is the wealthiest of all wealth in 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 history. You know, and uh, you know, our actions do have consequences, but uh, you know, uh, who's dictating all that? Definitely so. time to tax churches and the Vatican for sure. Uh, this tax free shit is uh, insane. Uh, they knew what they knew what was up when they did that. And then the, the uh, final track on the record is Revelation six, another obviously yeah. very strong callback to the Bible. Revelation six. Uh, you ever see that movie? There will be blood. Remember Daniel Day Lewis at the end? He's like, I am the third revelation. Well, um, I think that uh, America is ready to uh, take the next step beyond and create the American dynasty. And Revelation six can be uh, speaking of that. I'm, I think like. Um, to, to uh, can I speak politics with you for a moment? We've been all right, going so, there all, um, all the whole time. Go for it. I think uh, the sixth revelation or revelation six is when America realizes they can become an American dynasty and leave their petty uh, differences behind them. And um, you ever hear that song, The Times Are Changing by Bob Dylan? Well, I think that, uh, you know, is there is there a presidential constitution? Is there a USA nomenclature? Is there a military nomenclature? Is there an executive constitution? Is there a judicial constitution? Is there a legislative constitution? You know, I think politicians have to wake up and realize that America can be one of the greatest nations in history if, you know, we leave all this bullshit behind, you know, and wake up and, and realize that um, an American dynasty is possible and we can be the greatest nation in history if, you know, I hear this, this reminds me of my interview recently with Richard Patrick of Filter, uh, where we talked a lot about politics because he's very politically driven and uh, very political on social media, which is usually not the best move in these day in this day and age of, uh, you know, me versus you kind of not me and you, but me versus you on the internet kind of things. But I will say that I think the idea of America is still pretty neat. <clears throat> the the thing that drove my grandparents to come here and probably your family to come here. And we're, we're, we fuck it up over and over again with money and power and uh, some of this other stuff that we could do without. Um, but so yeah, it's just uh, a whole mess. But uh, I really dig this record. I really feel like this is one of the finest things you've ever done. I've been waiting for something like this to come from you. I felt like it was always hinted at and this is it now. Uh, and I'm sure this, you know, whatever the next thing you do will also, I'm sure you're already working on it knowing you and uh just as we wind this interview down and we're heading to the end of you know sort of the the big the spooky season halloween season uh i don't know if you're a big fan of horror movies or scary movies but i like to ask everybody in october what their favorite halloween movie watching thing is whether it's a show or a movie or anything like yeah, that definitely the exorcist series and the omen series oh word both go hand in hand <laughs> There's a new Exorcist movie coming out, and the trailer looked pretty good. I'm normally not a sequels, reboots, remake kind of person. There's been a... Oh, yeah, of course. There's been the best. There's been a couple of decent 
horror remakes and reboots at times mm -hmm. but uh this new exorcist movie looks actually pretty good so and yeah. it's got literal callbacks to the original exorcist which i'm a huge also huge fan of so uh yeah awesome thank you for sharing gabriel from mosby's it's amazing to see you again my friend and just uh, keep doing what you do keep your head up keep fighting yeah. uh all the the spiritual warfare you can keep make your way through and keep making this art we really appreciate it we'll look forward to the next one thanks for hanging with yeah. ghost cult